Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, Daryl Black here. And in this session, we're going to talk about the one thing that actually spreads a lot faster than the coronavirus. And it's actually not what you think. And it's a leadership perspective on what spreads really, really quickly. So I'm Daryl Black, and um, I'm here to talk about one of the pillars of my transformational leadership method, and that is controlling the inside, uh, which goes along with positively influencing what happens on the outside. So it has been a doozy of a week. And, um, you know, by the, when we're recording this, we are, at least where I live in Alberta, Canada, we're just at the start of the runway that is COVID-19. And we've been watching with a lot of uh, anxiousness, I suppose, or diligence, what's happening around the rest of the world. Uh, I'm happy to say that Alberta is amongst the world leaders in terms of how we're reacting and how quickly. And that's part of what I'm here to talk to you about today. So if you're just hopping on, feel free to leave a comment. If you're listening on the audio podcast, then go ahead and leave a comment on the webpage. But this is a topic that is extremely important to me. And that is, what is this thing that spreads faster than COVID? Well, before we get into that, I want to give a little bit of background about what I'm talking about. And specifically, given my uh, experience, 30 plus years of crisis leadership, and my approach that I've talked about many times where when I approach a situation, I am very, very, um, very conscious of my own emotions, my own feelings, my own actions, what I say, how I say it, all of those types of things. And that is direct, directly related to a concept that we call leadership presence, okay? Leadership presence. And essentially what it means is the kind of climate or the aura or the energy or the culture that you give off and that you create when you're in the room in particular. So we've been in situations, I think, where we've walked into a room and um, we've known right away that things weren't really good. You know, you, you bounce into the room and, and off to the races were great. And then you realize, ooh, something's not right here. Something's wrong. Or conversely, you walk into a room and it's completely vibrant and lots of activity, lots of chatter, maybe some laughing, those sorts of things. Well, what leadership presence really comes down to is the energy that a leader, you, give off when the team is around you. So really a good analogy to use, a very strong contrast to demonstrate what this looks like. Captain Kirk and Darth Vader. So Darth Vader, if you think about it, what kind of leadership presence does Darth Vader have? Well, I think we could recognize the fact that he leads by fear. So there's a lot of fear around him. There's a lot of stress. In terms of making decisions, the team is really afraid to make decisions. So they will err on the side of safety and be risk averse. Or they may not make a decision at all. Now, we've talked a lot about what happens to people under stress. So under stress, our prefrontal cortex, our higher brain functioning, the CEO part of our brain shuts down because under stress, it's actually 
about survival at this point. And so out of the three parts of our brain, so we have our prefrontal cortex, we have our limbic, which is kind of our emotional part of our brain, and then our primitive or lizard brain, out of all of those three, really it comes down to our primitive or lizard brain that becomes the one that's in charge because it's a survival issue as far as the the body and mind are concerned. So brain goes or uh, blood leaves um, non-vital bodily functions, uh, you know, immune and digestive systems, for example. You literally, literally lose the ability to think at a higher level. And therein lies the challenge. So when you put people into a stressful situation or something that invokes their stress response, they are inherently going to be risk averse. They are inherently going to draw inwards and worry about themselves and not about the team. They are going to naturally uh, be over the long term less healthy. And so when we talk about things like COVID-19, this is a marathon. It is a marathon, ladies and gentlemen. This is not something that will be done by mid next week. In my experience, we deal a lot with emergencies and crises that are long lasting, but nothing that is of impactful to on a global scale as COVID-19. So this is even new now, this is uh, new waters for me to navigate as well. But the good news is there are some very basic principles that I've been talking about a lot and will continue to talk about to help you and myself navigate through COVID-19. So if you can think about it, if we are putting people under stress constantly, or if we're putting ourselves under stress, and that's going to lead into a conversation that we're about to have. Um, if we're putting ourselves at stress, remember one of the systems that shuts down or becomes diminished is our immune system. I'm no scientist, nor do I play one on TV, but do we see a problem with that? I certainly hope so. So if you are under a constant um, feeling of stress and fear, folks, naturally your immune system is going to hit the bottom. It's gonna bottom out. It's going to go in the toilet, whatever analogy you want to use. Now, if we're dealing with a wildfire, okay, maybe that's not a huge problem. If we're dealing with corporate layoffs, maybe not a huge problem. But when we're facing a pandemic, yeah, everybody needs their immune systems to be top notch because we don't want this thing to spread. We want to flatten the curve, right? So when we're stressed out, our immune system tanks. And guess what? As a leader, we actually have the ability, like it or not, to make people feel certain ways. And one of the things that we do is we put our stress onto them. And guess what? Their immune system tanks as well. So as a leader, your responsibility is to make sure that your own stress response is in check. And just by the very nature of this leadership presence, everyone else's stresses will be reduced. It won't be eliminated, but it will be reduced. So when we talk about Darth Vader, frankly, everyone on the Death Star had a bad immune system, right? All right. So the other thing is now taking that, everyone's under stress. Darth Vader's probably stressed out a little bit too. Let's go to Captain Kirk. Now, Captain Kirk, I would submit to you, is, um, is probably a leader that we would think is a good one. He empowers the people around him. He is confident. 
He is bold. Every Star Wars or Star Trek episode was a crisis, right? Otherwise, it would be the worst TV show in the world, as opposed to like one of the best. And so the people around him were lifted up. They were confident. They were um, enabled or they were able to do a lot of things. So if you look at the emotional um, uh, environment or climate that they created, Darth Vader and Captain Kirk, they are so opposite. And that's really what we're talking about when we talk about leadership presence. So the one thing that spreads more quickly than COVID is our emotions, is our emotions. That is the thing I'm talking about here. And from a leadership perspective, we have the ability to control our own emotions through choice. We can decide to be positive. We can decide to be optimistic. Or frankly, when we are stressed out, that's a decision as well. When we're fearful, that is a decision. Now, maybe it's not a conscious decision, but folks, I'm telling you right now, that is a decision. If you choose stress, fear, and anxiety, and anxiousness over positivity and optimism, that is a choice. That is a choice. Again, it may not be conscious, but it is something that is happening. Now, I completely understand the nervous system and how sometimes anxiety and, and depression and all of those, uh, those types of, of conditions are you know chemical imbalances and they are conditioned responses. I completely understand that. So I'm not saying this is easy, but what I am saying is we have a choice to make. We, through our emotions, can be positive and optimistic, which will in turn energize and influence those around us, or we can choose fear and stress and anxiety. And as a leader, the thing that spreads is our emotions. And we can walk into a room and maybe think to yourself in this example, have you ever had a situation where somebody walked into the room and you knew right away, without them even saying anything, that they were upset or they were anxious or they were pissed off? Think about that. Chances are yes. Chances are yes. You have looked at somebody or you've even felt the negative energy of that person. That's what I'm talking about. Conversely, though, let's flip that around and say, well, have we also been in a situation where maybe we've been down in the dumps a little bit? kind of in a funk and we're around a person that is like endless energy and endless positivity. Now, not obnoxiously optimistic. Nobody likes those folks, but let's be clear. COVID-19 is a big problem. COVID-19 requires global action. COVID-19 requires personal responsibility. Wash your hands, stay in, all those things. This is serious. This is absolutely serious. But we do not have to be disempowered. We do not have to live in fear. We do not have to be stressed out all the time. We have the ability as human beings to decide how we want to act. We have the ability as human beings to decide if we want to be a victor or a victim. And that is a decision, ladies and gentlemen. Again, you, you may not see it because a lot of times it's like a fish. A fish doesn't know it's in water, right? It's surrounded by water. It doesn't know that it's in a fishbowl sitting on the mantle because it's surrounded by it. But as the outsider, we can see that fish. We can see it in its fishbowl. We can see it in its water. And so from my perspective as a leader, you have to be very aware that you need to choose first and foremost to choose optimism and 
choose not to be fearful or stressed out yourself. The second thing you need to do is making sure that you are so hyper aware of your attitude and your emotion when you're around other people. And that includes physically or virtually because we're in a remote workforce phase right now. You have to decide first that you will not be living in fear and that you will not be stressed out and that you will be positive and optimistic yourself. And then, as I said, project that out and decide that you are going to be that way when you're around other people as well. And as a leader, people are looking to you, particularly during COVID-19, particularly during crisis, to, they're watching with a lot more diligence how you act, what you're saying, your, your, your physical disposition. So keep that in mind. And when we call, when we loop it back to leadership presence, we are talking about the aura or the energy that you're giving off. And as a leader, I can't stress that enough because human beings are energetic. We pick up on uh, energy waves. We pick up on emotions. We pick up on all of that stuff, whether we like it or not. So as a leader, be conscious of that and choose to be optimistic and choose to be positive. And then the other thing that will happen is, frankly, that will become your default setting. Now, I'm not saying be blissfully detached from the global pandemic that we're facing. I'm not saying that at all. Be realistic. But please, you have a responsibility morally and professionally and ethically to choose optimism and positivity over stress and fear. So emotions, folks, is what spreads more quickly than COVID-19 and any virus on Earth and any crisis. It's your emotion that spreads. And so choose optimism and positivity over stress and fear. And if we can all do that, personally, we'll be better off. Our teams will be better off. From a society, we're going to be better off. And I'm also here to tell you to wrap this up. I am very, very happy and proud of how people have been coming together. And I've said in previous videos, through my 30 years, people ask me all the time, Daryl, why do you do what you do? You see the worst. You see all the death and destruction. Yeah, I suppose I could view it that way, but I choose the other way. I choose to see people doing their best and coming together, neighbors helping neighbors. There's people staying home because selfishly, we don't want to want to get impacted, but we also know that there's a vulnerable population out there that has zero hope if they're infected. And so I'm so happy and I'm so proud of how we've been coming together. Now, are there douchebags out there stockpiling versus stocking up? Of course there is. There always has been. But those are sensational stories. That's not the reality. If you were to look at the stats of douchebags to great citizens, Douchebags are a real, 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 real small minority. So don't dwell on the bad things that are happening. Focus on the good because I see it time and time and time again under crisis, COVID-19, no different. I see people coming together and helping each other. So as a leader, I'm a leader of my family. I'm a leader at work. I'm doing a whole bunch of work in emergency operations centers, helping organizations and agencies handle COVID-19. I see it time and time again, minute by minute, people shedding their organizational um, positions, 
shedding ego as much as possible, coming together for a common good and working towards a common goal. That's what I see and that's what I focus on. If I was to tell you, all right, so um, go into a room and show me and, and think about everything that's brown in that room. So you'd walk into that room, you'd look around, okay, brown, 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 excellent, you'd leave the room. Then if I was to ask you, as soon as you, you left the room, I said, hey, um, what was green in the room? You naturally wouldn't have a very good idea. And why? Because you're focusing on one thing and not something else. So as a leader, focus on the positive, focus on the things that will give you optimism, because that empowers people, that makes them feel better. Versus I am going to focus on the things that are bad, well, that will cause stress, that will cause anxiety. You don't ignore the bad, but ladies and gentlemen, there's far more good that's going on during COVID-19 than there is bad. I promise you that. You just need to look for it. And I'll leave you with this. Followers, your team, they never remember what a leader did during crisis. What they do remember is how a leader made them feel. They remember how a leader made them feel. So choose positivity and optimism over fear and anxiety. Be realistic, absolutely. Do what you need to do to make decisions and protect people, absolutely. There is a big problem out there. But focus also on what is going right. We're all going to get through this. We all will get through this. Is it a serious situation? Completely completely. But society's coming together. We already have come together. The worst in some areas is yet to come, but I am extremely optimistic about our chances of getting through not only this crisis that we're facing right now, but coming out the other side stronger. I know that for a fact because I've seen it for over 30 freaking years. Focus on the positive. Be optimistic. R remember your leadership presence right? Choose to be a good leader and to give off good leadership presence over choosing poor. All right. Thanks for watching, everyone.